0: Welcome to the Wild Sisterhood podcast. Friendship, fellowship, motherhood, and everything in between. Welcome to the hood. Hey, welcome to the Wild Sisterhood, episode 13. <laughs> episode 13? We're teenagers. I'm like, oh, you're so cute. This is Boundaries, and I'm yes. Megan. I'm Kareth. Great to have you guys with us. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's jump right in. Okay. I am so ready to talk about boundaries. Me too. Okay, what is a boundary? A boundary, simply put, <laughs> is a stop sign. Yes. It is your personal stop sign that says, this is what I am comfortable with in any scenario, in any situation. And for every person, it's different. That's so true. And the importance of boundaries is different for every person. That is true, too. So tell us why having boundaries is important to you. I think a boundary gives the expectation. It makes the expectation very clear for Anyone you encounter. Okay. And so it is our job to like put out there, this is what I'm comfortable with and this is what I am not comfortable with. Okay. Yes. And I would agree with that for the majority of people that, yes, probably all people that is. I mean, there are definitely other reasons why boundaries are important. What's another reason? So personally, for me, I think having boundaries is most important for. To protect my mental health. I think that that is very true. I think it's very important. So I have people in my life that I set boundaries with um, that might not really acknowledge or respect the expectation. So for me, I set the boundary for my mental health. I know it's there. And I know how to, you know, set the stop sign in place. Mm -hmm. And um, that helps me Know which way to go. Okay, so this is really interesting. I was actually reading. I had read this book uh, uh, like a number of years ago. I read it again, maybe like two, three years ago. Um, it's the book Boundaries by yes. Cl- Cloud and Townsend. Um, but it says this. It says, um, what we can do is set limits of our own exposure to people who are behaving poorly. We cannot change them or make them behave right. Mm. And that is something that's super profound to me because I feel like my mom, from the beginning of time, always said you cannot change someone else. You can only change yourself. Yes. And so that directly applies to boundaries. I cannot change someone else, but I can put parameters around me. And if something becomes too much, I say, well, goodbye. Yes. So these parameters are almost impenetrable yes yes or should be or they should be yes so and I have a great quote for that um I think this is Brene Brown oh Brene I know so its boundaries are not drawn to keep something out but to protect what is in okay that is so good and I think that goes hand in hand with what you just said yes that is so good protecting what is in and so guarding your heart oh and we all like we all need to guard our heart yeah yeah. That is something, again, my mom, my parents, my youth leaders, everybody would say was just guard your heart. Yeah. Like, you are responsible for that. You are responsible to cherish it in the way that it needs to be cherished. And I think that that also applies to, like, my children mm. mm-hmm. and protecting them. Mm-hmm. Because while they are still children, I am their advocate. Yes. I am the person who has to put parameters in place that says this is okay and this is what's not okay. Well, it's our job to to steward them, steward them. Yes. yes, thank you, shepherd them, and to um, be aware of what's what. What fills them. Yes. And what they're absorbing. Yes. You know, um, what c- content-wise, yes. not just relationally, but content-wise as well. Correct. Um, you know, there's things all around them. There's billboards. There's uh, there's TV. There's the radio. I and mean, then truthfully, we were walking into the mall the other day and saw... We walked right past Victoria's Secret. Nothing inherently wrong with women's underwear. Mm-hmm. But I, I do have a... Th- three almost four-year-old sure. and a two almost three-year-old mm-hmm. and that are little boys and D is very observant said mommy why is she wearing a bathing suit which yeah. I'm glad that that is something that he thought it was a bathing he suit he <laughs> drew the conclusion of yeah but you know it really is very important to protect them yes. and to create boundaries and the things that they're exposed to yeah I mean we have boundaries in our home um with tv and with music yes and on what what my kids are absorbing. Yes. And I think that's so important, especially in today, because MG has school peers um, and uh, friends, relationships, and... um, Some of the things that I see in here, you know, I had to explain to her, everybody's different and that's fine. Everybody has different expectations and boundaries and these are ours. Yes. You know, and these are the reasons why. I remember being a child and for whatever reason, Greece, like the movie, was so popular Mm -hmm. and I was never allowed to see it. Okay. Because (laughs) it obviously there was like some content in it that was like maybe just a little over the line of the boundary that my parents had set. Yes. And I remember being like broken hearted about it. Oh, about grace. I mean, just, just feeling like I was being left out. Yeah. But then as an adult, now that I have boys and I have, you know, a little girl that I'm trying to cultivate, I'm like aware of that. But it's also so important. Let's talk about our husbands for a second. Yeah. Okay, for them to have boundaries of the things that they look at, the things that they see, the things that yes, you know, they're around. We all know that you know, men and women, everybody can struggle and sure. And- Particular areas. Sure. So specifically some of the boundaries Josh has set um at, at work. Yes. So he leaves his office door open yes. all the time. Yeah. And if it does need to be closed and there is a female present, then there is another body in the room as well besides yeah. Josh. Yes. And that's a very important boundary within Absolutely. marriage. Absolutely. Because then, you know, there cannot be a he said, she said situation. Exactly. There's always a witness. Yes. I think that there are boundaries, you know, that all men have set Josh yes. or, or should set. Yes. Jonathan has a rule about even communication a lot of times between mm-hmm. a male and a female, like That's between right. himself and another friend. Now, there are some exceptions to those rules. Like, I finally had surgery <laughs> a couple weeks ago or last week. Yeah. And, um, you know, I had a couple of girlfriends that just wanted an update day of surgery. And so he did reach out to them, but he doesn't have like you know, independent conversations with other females just to keep like a safeguard in place. Okay. I think safeguards are so important. You always hear about safeguards specifically in, you don't hear really about it unless it's like within the church setting. Have you noticed that? Yes. Okay. Lots of safeguards in the church setting, which is important. Yes. But I think that it needs to be more widely spread, more More talked about. In, In the office, you know, I mean, we do, everybody has HR, Yeah, protocols that they follow and things like that. But I think safeguards. I think that's a great word for this. Yeah, particular conversation. Okay, but also, um, what I want to talk about. What might some boundaries look like um, within maybe? I don't know, um, mother daughter relationships or um, sibling relationships. Yeah. Or uh, even friendships. Yeah. So friendships might be a little bit more casual boundaries. Yeah. Um, but specifically. Well, I think that's the beauty of boundaries. Okay. Is that they're. Like, there are relationships where you can have maybe a more flexible boundary, and then there are relationships where you can have more rigid boundaries, and then there are relationships where you have a very concrete line. There is no crossing this boundary. Yeah. We have to approach every situation independently. Yeah. Because not every relationship is the same. Yeah. But you've touched on this before, is saying no. Oh, yeah. Yes. No is not a bad word. No is not a bad word. And I think a lot of people feel bad for saying no. I think that everything in moderation, I think that you have to know know that no Mm -hmm. is, um, it's it's actually a positive thing. Mm -hmm. It's, that is your boundary. Mm -hmm. Um, It is something that you will not permit. Mm -hmm. And... I think that we overuse no because maybe we just don't want to do something Mm -hmm. or whatnot. And then it kind of carries this negative connotation. But no can actually be a really good thing. I have been working on saying no with MG because I'm so quick to say no. Yes. And for no reason. Like, I don't even think about it. I think you were telling me a story the other day about... Her, you gave her permission to do something. Oh, yes. And then, and then as she brought me, it was like a treat or a snack. She asked me, I said yes. She brought it to me and asked again and I said no. Yes. Why did I do that? Because you just go into autopilot. I was like, no, you know, I'm busy with, you know, other child or whatever, but I'm, so anyway, I'm working on just like that knee jerk reaction of no. Um, let's just talk about that for one second. Okay. Because... Um, Jonathan and I have really been working on not using because I said so as often. Okay. Because it's the same thing. Like you are just not giving an explanation for why. Sometimes that is the explanation and nothing else needs to be said. Sure. Sometimes you've said no enough times that because I said so then just becomes the end. Yeah. Because I said so. Yes. Yes. Um, but I found myself using because I said so too often mm. and my old SD is very into reasons. Like if he can understand a reason for something, yes. then he is okay with it. Okay. He can get on board. Okay. And I was realizing that I wasn't giving enough reason. I was just shutting it down before he could really understand and I realized. I realized in doing that, I was not stewarding his heart the way that I needed yes, to. Yes, yes. Well, if, it, it, toddlers, they don't, they have no rationale. Right. Okay. So they really need it broken down clearly. This is X and this is Y. But I think while we're talking about that, um, there are a lot of people. So when you encounter trauma in your life, mm-hmm. you get stunted mm-hmm. at the place of your trauma. A thousand percent. Yes. And so if you. Got stunted, let's say, as a toddler, Mm -hmm. some of your reasoning and some of your rationale is at, like, that of a toddler. Yes. So, what I'm trying to say in that is part of the reason that we don't fully understand boundaries Mm -hmm. is because people did not really explain boundaries to us in a healthy way. No. And I feel like also, though, within saying no, you can be... How can I explain this? You can be triggered... From the trauma. Yes. As a child. I feel like Triggered needs to be a whole episode. Okay. Okay. Hear that, Wild Sisterhood Family? Yeah. Triggered is, a, is about to be Hold us accountable a whole for that. Okay. But while we're on the subject of, um, I don't know, saying no and making choices or good or bad or whatever, allowing others to make their own choices in life. Yeah. So, so that it, goes hand in hand with kind of what you said. Absolutely. Because a boundary is a personal stop sign. Yes. It is the personal, like stopping point yes parameter yes for what you are and are not comfortable with yes um and i think f- you have to learn how if i say no it means to megan no it sure. means to jonathan no It mean like my <laughs> parameter it, is no and it means that everyone has to respect that yeah that is something that i really didn't learn until adulthood or, okay. or I'm still really on a journey of learning how to establish okay. those types of boundaries. Because I think I can be a little bit of a pushover in certain scenarios. And then I can be very, like, maybe overly stop sign stop sign, yes. in other areas. Okay. I would agree with that. Yeah. But I, here's the thing. I think with people pleasers, yeah, they have a tendency to feel bad for saying no. They want to help people make their choices usually bad choices. Right. Okay. So, um, for example, I'm not necessarily a people pleaser. I don't think I would categorize myself as a people pleaser. No, but I do think that, I think that in everyone there is some level or degree of wanting to appease the other people. Yeah, or be liked. Yes. Yes. So, I have a brother who is 11 months older than um, myself and my twin sister Mallory, and he's actually a drug addict. Yeah. He has been a drug addict since we were um late adolescent, early teenage years. Yeah. Okay, so um kind of just like walking through that in my Teenage, like late teenage years, early 20s, you know, trying to help him, trying to appease him, trying to, you know, make his better choices for him. Yeah. The boundaries were all out of whack. Yeah. In that particular situation. Now that I kind of understand boundaries a little bit better, especially because I have these two children to steward. Yeah. um, It's, I have more clear stop signs. Yeah. So... I don't know if you have that type of particular situation in your life um but or it doesn't have to be that no. particular situation it can just be something like that. Like I'm not saying that everyone has somebody in their life like that but mm-hmm. I'm sure that we all have somebody that we are enabling yes. or that we have allowed our boundaries to become really messy. Yes. In hopes that we can change them, change them, help them you know, convert them. Yes. Whatever that may Make right. them do what we want them to do. Absolutely. Yeah. So allowing other people to make their choices. Also recognizing which problems are yours to solve. Yes. Because not everything should you be involved in. No. And I think as women, we try to dabble in it all. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. We try to, try to fix it all. Yes. Natural fixers. Control it all. Yeah. <laughs> Control it all, which is major. You know, like, just move out of the way. I can do yeah. it. I got this. Um, trying to solve other people's problems. And then, um, to me, what a boundary looks like is personal space. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, my love language is completely different than my husband's. Okay. Okay. Josh's love language is physical touch and words of affirmation. hmm I think we've all seen the audio on Instagram going around where they're like, I can't keep doing this. And then somebody else says, it's only been 20 seconds. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And And then I call it. It's usually like the husband or the wife, like one standing with their arms like completely down. The other one, like just like being hugged hugged up in their face. Okay. So I feel like that's Josh and me, you know, like he is a physical touch type person and I'm just like, okay, I'll let you hug me. Okay. okay, I'm done now. now." Yeah. You know, like, so my just different Um, Different love languages there, but personal space is so important to me, Mm -hmm. but also with my kids. I have to set the boundary with that, and I know moms can relate to that. Being touched all the time. Oh, I am touched out all the time. Yes. And I have three little like, love bugs that yes. just want to touch, touch, touch. I know. And it's funny because my love language is touch, but I have, like, a limit or a line of where I'm okay with that and when I'm not okay with that. Oh, yeah. Again, I have a boundary, I guess. Yeah. That may be an inadvertent boundary that I didn't realize was there, and I'm having that revelation as I'm saying it right okay. now. Okay, yeah. But, you know, I have to be okay with filling their love tanks, even when it maybe impedes on... What I'm comfortable with. I know. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah. But not, we don't do that only as moms. I feel like no. as human beings, yes. we try to just offer ourselves, you know, for yeah. others to fill yeah. their cups. Yeah. So a couple of things we want you to know about boundaries. Yes. Um. Just because it's not your boundary doesn't mean it's not an okay boundary. Sure. So... What do you mean by that? I mean, if it's someone else's boundary. Yeah. We have to learn how to respect it. Yeah, and that can be hard. Yes. That can be really, really hard. It can be hard. Especially if you disagree with it. Absolutely. Which doesn't necessarily matter if you disagree with it or not. So that works the opposite way. Like, we have to be okay even when people do not agree with our boundaries. Yes. And it's okay to continue to have that boundary. And I think as I've had children... That kind of has come to light a little bit more Mm -hmm. because I realized for me, sleep and nap times and the care of my children was sort of the parameters to maybe what I could and could not do in a day based 100%. on their schedule. Yes, absolutely. Sleep. Yeah. One of my number one boundaries with my children. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that. Okay, why is sleep your one of your number one boundaries? With okay, children? so um particularly let's talk about uh special occasions or holidays. There's this expectation yes that my children should skip nap or stay up late, yeah. and not go to bed on time, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. I'm not good with that. It's important for my kids because it affects them emotionally and physically. Yes. Uh, that's just the type of kids that they are. Mm. That's the type of kids all kids are. Absolutely. Yes, that's the type of kids all kids are. Kids do well all with a structure, expectations, boundaries, yeah, and routine. Yes, absolutely. Yes. Which routines are boundaries. Uh, Yes. It is set up boundaries for them where they do the same thing every single day. Why? Because we are teaching them to be successful adults one day. Amen. But it's important because I am their mother. Yeah. I am the one for the next four days. Yes. Who who has to (laughs) deal with the repercussions. (laughs) Repercussions of that super awesome fun time which really probably wasn't super awesome and fun because they're exhausted and whiny and crabby. It's about my mental health. Yeah. And my stability and my sleep. And I'm not having having to deal with it. I'm not having a good time dealing with a, 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 a tired toddler. Or... Seven-year-old or seven-year-old. It's not fun. No, it's not fun for me, and it really isn't fun for for you, the other person. Like it, it's it's not fun for anyone. No. Okay. And I have a really good it's quote to go. with if it's not fun for everyone. Oh, oh, that was cute. Oh, you're so cute. You're so clever. Did you just come up with that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I have a really good quote that would go with this. Okay. Conversation and really all g- conversations about boundaries. um The only people who get upset about you setting a boundary are the ones who were benefiting from you having none in the first place hmm. do you need to say that again please okay the only people who get upset about you setting boundaries are the ones who were benefiting from you having none in the first place that's so good yeah and so when you set these boundaries they're shocked yeah you know i can't believe you would do this i can't believe you would because whatever. they're the one who is taking yeah. Yes, and now having to relearn how to maybe have an interaction that they've had for years and years and years with you. Yes. And now that interaction is not okay. I mean, that's good. I mean, I didn't come up with that. I, I wish know, I would take just, the credit, it's just but I so didn't. Let's kind of sum all of this stuff up. Okay. Why why boundaries? Boundaries because of mental health? Yes. Boundaries because of expectations? Mhm. Um, boundaries, because we want to avoid burnout in life. Boundaries create less resentment. Boundaries create more balance. Okay. Boundaries create limits. Limits are so important. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So what happens when boundaries are not respected? Oh, I think it's the reverse of all of those things. Yeah. We get burnt out. Yep. We are resentful. Mm Mm-hmm. We have no balance Mm -hmm. and we have no limits. Like we don't know where to stop Mm -hmm. or other people don't know when to stop. There you go. And I think that, I mean, that could be, that could be maybe its own podcast. I I don't know. Absolutely. So you're having to have hard conversations. Yes. About boundaries and uh, especially when somebody crosses a boundary. Um, But I think it needs to be said that not... Um, I guess, calling out someone when they hurt you or cross your boundary Mm. um, because you're trying to keep the peace, Mm. I feel like you're disrespecting yourself and your boundaries. And others. Yes. Because it isn't just about that one person that you're establishing the boundary with. Mm -hmm. It is also about the other people in your sphere, the other people who are impacted by that. For instance, if, if I am allowing a boundary to be crossed... Now that I am married and I have kids, it's not just crossed for me, it's crossed for my husband, it's crossed for my three children. Yes. We are trying to protect ourselves. I feel like that sounds strong. We are trying to be balanced, well-rounded people. And set limits. And set limits. And if we don't do that, then we are allowing them, everyone around us, to become more vulnerable. Yeah. So, for someone who's never set a boundary with family or friends. Yeah, where do they start? Um so I really think that you need to start with creating like the limit in your head. Yeah, your own expectation. Your own expectation and what you're comfortable with. This is my line. Yes. I think if I thought back to when I really started noticing a boundary in my life, mm-hmm. I really would have to, like, go back to that, like, angsty teenage phase. Okay. Where, you know, you start dating. Yeah. And you, your parents, like, drill into your head. Or, like, your, whoever drills into your head. Like, you know, leave room for the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. <laughs> and I, knew I was say that. so resentful of that in, in the time. Because I was like, I mean, what do you know? You don't know about the Holy Spirit. You don't know about my relationship with this person. Um... But the real truth is they're trying to protect you. I know. And they're trying to help you because you don't really know how to establish a boundary. They're trying to help you. Yeah. To know what a boundary is, maybe done in the wrong way, yeah. so then it just makes you frustrated. But again, that kind of brings us back to because I said so, not being an adequate answer. Mm-hmm. Like maybe we just need more of an explanation. Yeah, and you're you know what setting your starting off setting your boundaries could be with your kids. Yes, you know it could be uh, you're limiting your screen time or um you're setting a literally about to lean into one of your boundaries that I absolutely love. Okay, what is it? Okay, Megan has a boundary about the type of snacks yes. that oh, her yes. kids can have. Yes, and it is something that I really, really love. Now, my kids are different kinds of eaters than her kids. We have food allergies, and we've got a number of other sure. considerations and concerns. Yes, and so there are there are a limited number of snacks or items that we can have in limited quantities and whatnot. I'm sure. not going to bore you with all the details. Okay. However, her Megan's girls can have fridge snacks or pantry snacks? Yes. And they can have like like they can choose something and they know what a fridge snack is yes. and they know what a pantry snack is and yes. it is it's brilliant. Yes. <laughs> so, um they can pretty much have unlimited refrigerator snacks. Throughout the day. Yes. Because I have set the boundary and limitation of what a refrigerator snack is. So it's a cheese stick, it's a yogurt, it's unlimited fruit or vegetable. Yes. Okay. Um, and, and that then, includes like like dips or yes. like whatever with your vegetable or whatever. Yeah, something with protein yes. or whatever. Pantry snack is, you know... All the things that we indulge ourselves in. Chips, crackers, cookies, things like that. But there are also some, like, blurry lines in there, yes. which I also love. And that would be, like, a granola bar or something like that yes. because it, it kind of has a mix Trail of Trail mix. Ball, mix. Drink, yes. Yeah. And so, but I, I bring that up to say it is a very clear um, boundary that she has placed with her girls yes. to help them... Be more successful adults one day. We talked about in our previous podcast, episode 12 If You Missed It, shame, go back and listen, um, that I did not grow up with healthy eating habits. Yes. And so, I have set this boundary for my girls. Yeah. In hopes that they will... Have healthy eating boundaries. Yes. So, anyway, I say that all to say... If you don't know where to start, you can start there. You can start with screen time. You can start with bedtime routines. So important. Yes. Um, With uh, family members, you can start with, um, you know, setting um, dates and times when you're going to visit family and how long you're going to stay type of thing. And that that can all just depend on your personal preference and how it affects your family. Yeah. Okay. So that is very... There's no hard fast rule. I think that is the beauty of a boundary is you get to set it for yourself. Now, there are some other... Um, boundaries that are maybe more concrete and they're more for everybody. Yes. And that would be like a communication boundary of some kind. Personal space. If personal you're personal space, person. yep. yeah. It would be something where like, like oversharing. Oversharing. Like yes. sometimes a family member wants more information from you than you're willing to give. Sure. That is your boundary. You've maybe yep. put that in place because some things are not meant to be shared yes. with everybody. Or inappropriate conversations in front of whoever. Yes. Yeah. Or inappropriate words. Yes. Used. In Ooh, front I've of- got so many of those. Woo! We don't say that. Yeah. That's what my girls say. We don't say that. We don't say that. That's a bad word. We don't say that word. Um there are, I mean there are so many. But if you're looking for small ways to create boundaries, I mean those are just little tiny boundaries that are kind of easy yeah. To, yeah. to set. So I think it's a conversation that you need to have internally, a conversation you need to have externally with your spouse or possibly co-workers or just maybe bounce ideas off a good friend. Hey, Because let me just add this, a boundary inside your head does no one any good. Absolutely. A boundary not. shared yeah. is what actually does Good for other people because people don't read minds, they cannot know what is or isn't your boundary unless you share that that is your boundary. There is also room to expand your boundary or tighten your boundary as you go. Sure, so maybe you didn't have a boundary where something was concerned prior to some occasion, and now you have a boundary. Sure, daring to set boundaries is about having the courage to love ourselves. When we risk disappointing others. I love that. And that is Brené Brown. I mean, that is why I love it. She's so that. good. That pretty much sums up our entire podcast. I think that's it's, it. I mean, I think that's, that's all yeah. that needs to be said. Yeah. Yeah. So we want to hear about your boundaries specifically, um, you know, in your... We're going to do a poll this week. Okay. And we are going to see I who- love when you just fly out with these ideas. I mean, They're so good. I'm just... I'm getting us outside of our comfort zone a Okay. Bit. Yeah. We're going to take a poll um, about boundaries. We want to know how it goes in your life because everybody's are so different and it is this easy for you. Is it hard for you? We want to know. Yeah. So you can reach us on our Instagram, um, the wild sisterhood podcast, or you can email us at, uh, the wild sisterhood PC at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in guys. We'll see you next time.